0: They're all saving one, or most of them most of the Hampshire fielders are saving one. Somerset need one run. It's Edwards to Hildreth. He's there and bowls Hildreth and he gets the run away through the onside. And Somerset have won! They've
1: won the Royal London One Day Cup. Hello, you're listening to Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. This is the Somerset Cricket Podcast. My name's Ian Shepherd, and joining me this evening, I've got Dan Kingdom and the voice of cricket on BBC Radio Somerset, Anthony Gibson. Guys, it's our 50th episode today. didn't know if you were aware of that. Um, But it is going to take... um, It's probably going to be identical to the 43rd, 44th, 45th, 46th, and whatever it is, episodes, because we are commenting on reviewing yet another Somerset batting collapse Albeit we did have the bowling to take it uh, pretty much to the wire. Essex securing a one-wicket victory, chasing, what was it, 84, 85 to win, something like that. Uh, Big Craig Overton, career best figures, uh, 13 for 87. But apart from that, uh, Peter Siddle did uh, did bowl well too. Apart from that, not much support from the other nine. Steve Davis got 15. Matt Renshaw got a 40-odd. Tom Lamanby got 40-odd as well, didn't he? And that was pretty much that. Um I mean where do we start? We we're just treading over the the same ground week after week now it it seems. Um Yeah, I mean I I wasn't there
2: Dan, were you there for most of the most of the game? What did you uh, make of it yes, all? I was there for all of it, yeah, lucky me. Um <laughs> the last day was great fun to be fair. Um yeah, I mean I can give you the same stats as last time. It's now th- that last 13 innings uh only twice have we exceeded 181 so our batting is just continues to underwhelm i mean there were at least some signs you know renshaw made a few davis made a few i mean you know it's better than nothing um (laughs) we just need more contributions and we need them for longer don't we um we all know they can do it as we've said many times before they're just not performing at the moment for whatever reason it's as Lackner stevens was saying the day it's probably a you know, it's different reasons for every player. By the sounds of it, it's a combination of things, um, and they've got to sort it pronto. Hopefully, potentially the oval track. You know, we know that can be quite flat. Maybe that'll allow them to, um, you know, find some form. But you know, we shouldn't make too many assumptions about the oval track. You know, it. it you know, Hampshire were blown away on it last week, um, so we shouldn't just assume that it's going to be high scoring. We were 69, or that wasn't, weren't we, that last year, there in the second innings. <laughs> um, but hopefully, you know, last, first innings last year, we actually batted okay, didn't we? We, have uh, made 100, and some of the other guys made sort of 40s. Um, but yeah, and, but obviously, I have to mention the bowling. Um, you know, we were exceptional in both innings, particularly on that last morning. You know, Craig Overton, you know, he was smelling blood, really, all morning. Um, just a remarkable performance from him, um, all game. Uh, and Siddle backed him up well. Um and to take it that close, you know, Essex <laughs> win by one wicket. I mean, I was gutted at the end of it, but it was tempered by the fact that I was never expecting it to be that close. And to, to take it that close was a really remarkable achievement um, from the bowlers. Um, the win would have been uh, unbelievable. Um, and it, well, well, yeah, while well, well we're gutted, I think we can at least take some heart from the fact that we, are, we have the bowling to win us games. <laughs> We just need the batting to do a bit better. Doesn't have to be perfect. The batting does not have to be perfect if we're if we're worrying about avoiding relegation here. The batting doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to do enough for the bowlers to win us games, you know. So, yeah, long season, yeah. long way to go. But. Yeah, it's been the same old story. Yeah. So, uh, my
1: flight took off at um, I was due to take off at ten past eleven on Saturday morning. So I got to see the first three ball or the first three wickets, and literally just ran out of 4g signal when we were four for four so just literally sat on the plane for four hours thinking oh god what, what is going to happen and part of me knew that we would lose by one wicket and as soon as yeah. as soon as we got into um into some sort of mobile signal over bristol just popped up with the alert a uh, flood of wicket alerts and then just essex win by one wicket I was like, oh, for sure. god's sake um Heartbreaking. i did anthony i did Catch up with your interview with Jay, your post-match interview with Jason Kerr, and a few of your questions had the frustration and uh, uh, the built-up frustration of a few thousand Somerset fans in them. With the uh, um, along the lines of uh, the batting is a very good Jason. What are you going to do about it? And you got the standard <laughs> diplomatic answer, but it's getting there now. This is six games now. <laughs> I mean, I. I was kind of updating my own Twitter thread about our, our various batting collapses that we've had this year I was going to go back and do it for last year but I didn't really want to depress myself but it's really stark numbers and it just can continue if we're going to I mean I I've not quite given up on the championship yet I might have after the next two games uh, Surrey at the Oval and then Warwickshire at, uh, at Taunton the week after but I mean, when, uh, when when the news about Matt Renshaw came out, we all thought, oh, that's great news because Matt Renshaw's opened the bang for us and we need to sign a quality opener. And then the first game he bats three. Hildreth bats four above Abel at five. Now, I, I can't work that out because Hildy is a, a middle-order stroke-maker. Tom Abel is more of a, a classical batsman with a classical technique who you think mm-hmm. would be better equipped against the new ball. So is it it's right. not quite a mess yet but it's getting there isn't it well it is a mess the batting is a mess
0: um somebody on twitter said because uh, i asked uh, jason kerr you know i said you lost you lost the four games at the end of last season you've lost two this what are you going to do about it hmm. And somebody on twitter said well what he's done about it is he's appointed a batting coach but he de- jason didn't actually that was the obvious answer for him to give but he didn't yeah. give that but hmm. Uh, you know, I, I I place my hope in Lackland Stevens, because that's what we need. Because they're all still batting on off stump, which means that for most of the time their bat is coming down crooked, mm-hmm. and I, it's it's just. And I mean, I, I do think some of them are completely shot. Uh, Lewis Goldsworthy doesn't look as if he could score a run between here and now and ne- next Christmas. James Hildreth, all right, he got eighty-seven down at. Down at uh, the Aegeus Bowl, but he could have been out umpteen times in the first two two or three overs. He he's got no confidence at all. We we hope that Tom Banton will be um, uh, available for Surrey on on Thursday. But they right. need to give one, or two, uh, they, you know, they need to give James Rue and, um, and 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 um, you know one or two of the others a, a a go because at the moment, and I tell you what, really. What most shocked me about that game was the pitch. Yeah. If you've got a batting unit that is completely out of confidence and out of form, the last thing you want to do is to, is to risk them having to be put in on a green seamer. What do they do? They prefer a green seamer. Presumably on the basis that, oh, we're going to win the toss. Yeah, yeah, well, that's fine if you do win the toss. What happens if you lose the toss? You and get bowed up 109. Yeah, exactly. And you're never going to win cricket matches if you bowled out in the first innings for 109. And Craig Overton on Saturday morning was immense. He was heroic. You know, I, could, I was cheering him on with every, and, and we could have won it. Rossington was, you know, played and missed, I don't know, you know, 20 times and, and, and could have been out. And when, I, when, when Harmer was at LBW, I thought, yes, that's it, because Harmer has been, you know, the big obstacle. To uh, to Somerset, but the you know the bottom line is at the moment the batting is not good enough. It is no good persevering with the with the batting lineup that we've got. If you keep doing the same thing, you'll keep getting the same same results. They've got to make some some changes, and and all right, um, that could be a risk against Surrey, but we can't you know we can't go any further down. Frankly, you, no. you look at the, the look at the first division table. And it's humiliating. Absolutely humiliating. Mm. Even Gloucester, who lost lost against Yorkshire, James Bracey, hundred and seventy-seven. Mm. Yeah. Oh, we haven't got anything like that to cling to. It's it's pretty desperate at the moment.
1: Well, the and I, um, and I, the uh, the salvation coming from uh, the players out the team um, isn't looking like it's going to be there because no, the, the second played against Middlesex today. Uh, they got just over fifty overs in before it rained. Uh, Bartlett thirteen opened the bang, which is interesting. Goldsworthy thirteen, Banton twelve, Smeed naught. Casey Orridge mm-hmm. did get a few runs. Uh, he got thirty nine, and um, Young Archie Vaughan, son of Michael, was thirty four not out as well. So, is is James Rue a level bound? Is he is he a no no until he's finished all his exams? That was the impression I, I don't was know. getting from Dan.
2: Dan might know, but I don't. Uh, I mean, A level exams will be in you know May. Mm-hmm. I mean, early June, so I suspect he's pretty tied up with you know revision at the moment. So yeah. I suspect that's why he's missed this current match. Yeah,
1: so, I mean, looking at what's... I mean, OK, it's it's one game, it's one innings in the seconds and it, it could have been a, a bit of a spicy one down at the Vale, we don't know. Um, but yeah, I think you're right about Goldsworthy. I think probably for his own sanity, it's probably worth just giving him a break out, the, out of the firing line. For a couple of games at least, getting back into the twos, if he can get some runs. Banton, although he's not really been an established four day player, is experienced. He he has played under pressure for England and obviously in, in the T twenties for us as well. So um and he is an X Factor player who can who can change the game in a session. So I would expect probably <laughs> Banton to come in for um for goalsworthy at a bare minimum. I don't know if What some... about the openers? What about the openers? Well, it might have been, you persevere with Green? It might have been you, was it you, Dan, who was having a chat with um, Simon Hancock on Twitter, said that they may have just put... Um, I've forgotten his name now, Renshaw. Uh, Renshaw in at three, just as a bit of a, a toe in the water before he opens the batting up at, up at Surrey, maybe?
2: Yeah, I don't think I said that, but someone did say that, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I looked again at his Sheffield Shield last year. You know, he batted at three... Initially, then sort of went down to four or five. It just doesn't seem like he's really an opener anymore. Um, it is odd, though, isn't it? You know, we saw sort of, we signed the, the fact that Abel's gone down to five now, and Abel's mm-hmm. just keeps shuffling around the order. Like since the end of last season, I thought he was set with three. He was really successful at three in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. But now he's just shuffling around, and you know, I, I'm not saying it's that that's the reason he's not done very well recently, but. It might just be a coincidence, but and
1: he's our best yeah, he's, player as well. You you don't want to move your best player mm-hmm. around. You you keep what's working in the place where it's working. Yeah, and he was scoring absolutely. runs at three all last year, apart from September where he juggled himself around. Um yeah. I don't know if it was an attempt to get in when the ball was a bit older. I mean, with with Somerset, you, if you're batting three or five, you could equally be in in the in the first five overs <laughs> wherever you bat. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Um, but I thought just character wise as well leading from the front wanting to go in at three would would be yeah. the, um, what what he would I do I think it's symptomatic of just a complete loss of confidence
0: he d- he didn't have-
1: Anthony was saying complete loss of confidence and he's frozen yeah. oh have I? oh sorry oh, there you go you're back,
0: back. Um, I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine who summarises for me sometimes who coached the Essex wicket-keeper at Millfield. Uh, and he was very, uh, the wicket-keeper, this is, was very interesting about some of what he thought as a wicket-keeper watching the Somerset batsman. Um, and what he said was, which I agree with, uh, Green is not an opening batsman. You know, he's mm-hmm. down, he should be down at seven or eight. And the other interesting thing he, says, he said was that uh, Tom Abel is is, not batting with his um, with a straight bat, mm-hmm. he's got a crooked bat, and I think this is all down to this blooming off stump guard again, where they're you know they're going, they're, they're bat- batting on on off stump, and when the ball is is coming into them, they he turns his turns
1: his yeah. wrist in order to adjust to that, and it ends up with the bat being crooked. Do you want to play be beside the ball, I noticed this with with Ben Green as well. His I mean yeah. he got bowled quite a lot towards the end of last season bats coming down from first slip he's got big pads right in front of the strumps and he's just playing across you need to be beside the ball and back yourself to be good enough to hit it and if they've got to go they've got to go back to a middle and leg or
0: middle stump guard and just you know and and just just back back themselves to to leave or defend or or whatever but they're all batting on blooming off stump and it's it it, Mm -hmm. you know it's a fad that, that will that will fade away but in the meantime you know it's doing them no good whatsoever and it's destroying their confidence I mean, that's why t- t- Tom Abel is moving around the order as he did back mm-hmm. when he was made captain um, back in 2016 you know and he, he didn't get any runs he ended up dropping himself and then he went down to n- number five and as as Dan was saying his his best form was last season when he was batting at number three. And he was coming in in the first, as I've said, umpteen times, the first half a dozen overs, uh, innings after innings after innings. And he was batting properly like, a, like an opening batsman and, and keeping quick bowlers, good bowlers at bay on difficult pitches. But his confidence has gone. Mm-hmm. Hildreth, I don't know what, uh, you know, it's hard to know what's going on in, in James Hilbury's head at, at the moment. Lewis he has got no confidence whatsoever. Tom Lamanby is sort of conflicted in the way he plays. He loves to play his shots and he's constantly reining himself in, you know, to leave it and defend it. And he does it and does it and does it. And then suddenly something goes in his head and he goes to hook, 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 hook a short ball. Uh, or, or play a big shot outside the Austin. The other thing, I, but he was very unlucky in Somerset's second innings because he was not out. And I was very, very, uh, I, I shall never think of Sir Alistair Cook mm-hmm. in quite same way again, because from the replays that I saw, the, the catch that Sir Alistair claimed bounced at least three inches in front of him. And that was, that was, that was to, Tom Lamanby. And uh, Dick Davis, the BBC Radio Essex commentator, was on with me. When we, when we watched the replay, he agreed with me. You know, it, there, there was no doubt about it. And uh, the umpire couldn't see. Lamanby relied on to Cook's uh, mm-hmm. say-so, that he'd taken the catch cleanly, and it wasn't taken, taken cleanly. And he must have known that that had bounced before him, Yeah, so. you know yeah, I, I thought that was very, very poor from a former England captain with 161 a test matches. A knight of the realm Christmas. as well. Yeah. You know, to, to claim a catch that
1: clearly wasn't a catch. That's that's pretty poor. I don't think Alistair Cook oh, could I put could we put Alistair Cook on the list? No, well Well, uh, we can run I mean, was pa- he was party to Essex
0: reporting Somerset for the pitch in september 2019 you know ryan Mm. tenderscarter was the captain okay but as far as i understand it alistair cook was was 100 there with his captain so you go yeah yeah report it report it to lords even though they just won the blooming county championship and and the umpires
1: were, were happy enough with the situation so well he's gone down in my estimation i i haven't i haven't seen the the catch that wasn't dan what what did you make of that
2: yeah, in the ground, my instinct—I saw it, and my instinct was, "Yeah, that's bounced." It's just one of those ones where you just know. And I was surprised to see mm-hmm. them celebrate, and surprised that there was no sort of conferring between the umpires or anything like that. So I thought, "Oh, I must have mis- misseen it, and <coughs> just it must have actually gone straight in." But yeah, no, when I saw later that everyone was saying it bounced, then I, yeah, I agree. We also shouldn't forget the Bob Willis Trophy final when Cooks got a sent. Was it the first innings or second innings? First innings took a while to uh he, he showed some dissent or something didn't he after that uh GW yeah, was out, was he caught behind off Lewis
1: Gregory wasn't he and oh, was oh, Al um yeah. That was, yeah. 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 yeah yeah well he was plum LBW to Jack Leach in the last game of 2019 I've still got oh, the, I've still got the screenshot yeah. on the on the phone that somebody <laughs> sent me while I was watching it I was sort of like there was a mate who was watching it at home and every time there was a cuz he had hawkeye cuz it was Oscar's was like was that out and they just I just saw this picture of it cannoning into Midland leg on Hawkeye and Midland off. And I was like, oh, mm. so. Yeah. So that's probably three reasons for Alistair Cook to go on the list. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yep. We love Alistair Cook. Oh, we used to- dear. Speaking of people we, we actually do genuinely love, Craig Overton absolutely bowled himself into the ground for his team this week. And it just shows what a player he is to miss. Um, from a purely selfish and, point of view, I don't hope he get. I hope he doesn't get picked by England. I want to see him playing the whole summer for Somerset. Or t- I tell a lie. I want to see him playing for England. I don't want to see him wearing a, a bloody luminous bib, carrying drinks on for the whole <laughs> summer, which is what he's done. What he did. What he did for the whole of last summer.
0: Well, um, his father Mark was there on uh, Friday, uh, and. We had a good good chat about it and and i said you know it's great to see craig craig polly so well he said don't, don't forget about jamie as well yes and I, and jamie, down at the Oval. yeah 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 and I, I tweeted him i tweeted him on after said you must be really proud about craig and what mm-hmm. he's done after he took his 13 for 87 he said i'm proud of both of them and that was after jamie had mm-hmm. and there's a piece in the sunday times today is it today is it? No, in the Times today. I'm mm-hmm. losing, losing track. It's Monday today, uh, in the Times, um, by Mark Baldwin, saying that that Jamie might might be rivaling mm-hmm. his brother in challenging for an England place because he's you know he seems to have got his action sorted out. He's fit. He's taking wickets. He's fast. He's he's shortened his shortened his run up, yeah, and it should be
1: an absolutely fascinating face off. <laughs> yes
0: between the two Overtons,
1: we're gonna see it on thursday Thursday. barring injury barring an act of god we are finally going to see overton versus overton on thursday we've been looking forward to that for well not looking forward to it because we never really want to see it we want to see jamie staying at taunton yeah we'd rather see him for somerset
0: but it should be you know i I wish them both every every possible success Mm -hmm. and, and if we if we lose at the oval, I hope it's because Jamie Overton's taking ten wickets. I hope, I hope Jamie takes hundred. I hope scores a double hundred,
1: takes fifteen wickets, and Somerset win. But there we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. I mean he he because he was playing as more or less a specialist batsman in their one day team last year, wasn't he? He was hardly getting a bowl. He yeah. Um,
2: yeah
1: but he's, he's, it, you know. he's got it sorted out we we hope well we sort of well, hope yeah uh, could he not have waited a couple of weeks to get it sorted and uh, yeah oh dear but yeah that's going to be a fascinating contest because those two going up against each other from what i've heard about their rivalry and and how they yeah. get on with each other they're they're the best of enemies as you would uh, yeah. as you would put it so yeah looking forward to that um kamar roach um He's injured now. Hampshire's yeah. gone. Six point two overs he bowled in um, in Hampshire's first innings. Didn't bowl in the second, so that's that's possibly a bonus. But looking really at the at the matchup for Thursday, it's it looks like the the strength is Surrey's batting and Somerset's bowling. Mm. Could be mm. famous last words like Burns, Patel, Amla, Pope, folks. That's a pretty good top five. Isn't yeah. Jamie Smith in there? I've got Jamie Smith, at si- Jamie Smith at six, Will Jacks at seven. Yeah, so it's <laughs> yeah. a, yeah, a pretty good top set. I didn't want to go any lower. I didn't want to go any lower. Yeah, Jamie coming in at eight and giving it a whack as well. Jamie Smith and Will
0: Jacks are two of the best young batsmen in the country. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Smith, I, I predict, will, he'll play 50 yeah. test matches for him. He's brilliant. And Will Jacks is, is... is And that's what you get from playing on good pitches. Yeah, You get good... Good batsmen, you know they've been playing on on, on the oval. And you've got Ollie Pope, Will Jacks, Jamie Smith. Three of the best young young batsmen in the, in the country. And whereas you know that pitch at Taunton that, that they've just played on, how how is any young batsman out of form, uh, you know, going to going to get his confidence back against the likes of, of Sam Cook on on that pitch at Taunton? I mean, it's just ridiculous that they can't we can't produce
1: decent pitches. If you de- good pitches will produce good batsmen, and vice versa. Strange as well, because the three pitches we have for the warm up games were pretty decent. They weren't minefielded well, yeah, by any stretch of the imagination. So it's you know I don't. It couldn't have been because of the condition of the ground. It must have been under somebody's instruction. And as you said, to well, J- Jason said, "Oh, it wasn't the pitch that we were
0: expecting." Yeah, but mm. I mean, I mean, it's just as if we had really difficult weather.
1: No, yeah, the been, weather's
0: been yeah, but it's
1: been
2: lovely. Weather, weather could hardly have been been better. I don't know who's fault, but it might it be. an on, um, yeah. so say it, it seems they're struggling to get the balance right. Because obviously last year there was a couple of matches. The Leicestershire game comes to mind, where it was just slow and boring, and it, you know there was only two innings in the match. You know, but now it's sort of gone too far the other way. You know, it's far too much of a system for the seamers. In an ideal world, while it, while it produces an incredible finish, you know you don't need be playing on those pitches regularly. Um, no. But we don't also want really slow wickets, which produce boring cricket and result in draws. You know we, they seem to be struggling to get the balance right between you know having a, a bit in it for the bowlers a bit in it for the batsman, good pace, good carry, etc. Um, so point. yeah, something something they need to. It, it's not easy, is it? Like, There's not not an easy solution, you know, uh, ground ground uh, being a being a grounds person is uh, you know it's no, there's no magic solution is there so yeah. Let's go back to ciderabad
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, could,
0: could go back to Phil Frost and, and batting on the M you know like on the M5. But it's just a happy as as Dan was saying, you need a happy you need a, a fast pitch. Yeah. That's just going to deteriorate a little bit over the course of the four days that's got pace in it for the quick bonus set up for, the, for the spinners and we'll just crumble a bit towards the end shouldn't be
1: impossible so what are we uh, what are we doing for thursday then something needs to change to well what are you or oh, some of us got to work Anthony um, <laughs> <laughs> well yeah cool oh <laughs> I, I we do need to give some uh, um, some props, I believe, is what you call it, to the uh, whoever does the graphics for uh, Surrey's uh, live stream. Because uh, on the on the left-hand side, it was Kevin James. Uh, however, many first-class ones, however many first-class wickets, Mark Church, um, the UK's premier Richard Branson look-alike, <laughs> something like that. So uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what they've got in store for you, Anthony. But uh, <laughs> let's hope they're kind. Old git, old git, probably. <laughs> 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 oh, less of the Gibson less of the less old. Of the oh, America. um I meant to ask you last week what how is the uh, Thatcher's blood orange cider?
0: Uh it's a bit it's very uh, as I, I said to Martin Sider, uh, uh, Martin Thatcher. Um it's very it's it's very well made. It's a bit sweet for my taste. Mm-hmm. Steve Steve Tankles enjoyed it. Um it I wouldn't I you know for those people who like a sweet cider, it's a very, very nice, well-made
1: cider. So, next time you're at the Candy Ground, I should try one. Oh key-dokes. yeah. I'm, a, I'm a rascal man myself. Do enjoy yeah. the rascal. Well, um, I didn't enjoy that. I, mean, I didn't enjoy that piss I got in Spain. That was that was awful. There's no oh, tang, no zing to it. It was just like drinking. Well, the Summers Summersby. No, uh, no, it was. No, it was. Uh, so we went to the, sh- it was like a big shopping mall over the road from the Ben Green Gardens. Um, and there was a supermarket in there and I've got a picture of it, I'm trying to remember what it was called now. Um, but I just saw cider and then a the big sort of, um, a big raft of it. And it was called uh, Ladron de Manzanas, And they had a mm-hmm. red apple and a green apple. And they were both flipping horrible. Well they do so- make very good cider in northern Spain in Asturias. <laughs> there's a huge
0: cider tradition there that's where they that's where they pour it where you pour it over your head down into a glass that you hold down by your knee All you, right. you must be the asturian cider i could well i won't, I is... won't bore you now but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> that seems fraught with danger i can bet after a few i can barely get it in the glass when it's uh when it's right on my lap so it's holding up here down to your, oh god uh, and Gal- well, that's, that's a country where they run down a street followed by 700 angry bulls for fun so um yeah well it, yeah it, that part pamplona is a great cider city
0: and you go you go into into bars where they've got a huge barrel of cider and just a tiny tap and as part of your meal you get as much cider as you can drink i'm there <laughs> so you just go and help yourself it's fantastic There's, the
1: cider in northern spain is some of the best in the world uh, the cider in Tenerife is bloody awful <laughs> anyway. Well I don't, I I probably wasn't trying the best, but all the bars I well to be fair I wasn't going around many Spanish bars. It was all patio O'Malley's Irish bar and all oh, this no. all this sort of nonsense. So um yeah, not a great uh, not a great lot of cider in Tenerife. Um Yeah, so for the oval then I'm gonna keep the same side Oh no, you can't apart keep from, six. from that doesn't make sense, does it? Keep the same side apart from. I'm going to change the side. Um, I'm going to stick Matt Renshaw in to open. Move Aves back to three. Uh, Hildy four, and then oh, it, it would have been nice if somebody had got some runs down at the Vale today. But I'm going. What well, am I to Hildy four? Banton. Banton and I really want to get. Wils- got- I really want to get Will Smead in the side. I know. Well, drop Hildy and put Will Smead no, in. No, I'm going to put Will Smead in at six, and then. Uh, no, you can't. We need we need
0: bowlers. We need we need the four four top line bowlers. We were short of a bowler.
1: Against. Um, yeah, but against this is like, you can have who you want in your side, Anthony. This is my side, so I'm going to Davis Seven, <laughs> uh, Gregory Overton, Siddle, and Leach. Oh, and I'm not going to bat Leach at eleven because that for me again was something. Mm. W- was it seemed completely daft that you'd want Leach staying with either an Overton or a Siddle? You, you, you want him? He needs to bat higher up, basically. He's, he's what about like, what about Josh Davey Isn't he going to be fit for the Oval? But um, <clears throat> we'll see how he gets on at the Vale. I mean, he, he he hasn't bowled yet, so I'm not sure whether he's ready or not. Um, I don't know if this is a two is this a two or a three day game. It's
2: four day. It's the first match of the uh, actual oh, oh, capital
1: four days. So maybe Josh Davies seems how he gets on. But would you have because Josh Davies I'm ahead of you? Can't you can't get him in ahead of Siddle? You can't get him in of Craig. And um, would you want him coming in ahead of? We just Lewis? have one few of batsmen. You just have one few. We just got pulled up for hundred nine, Anthony. We can't have one few. Well, I know
0: and we had and we had. But you know, we had Davies coming in at seven. and Fat what a good at do this.
1: Yeah, uh, that's my side. I'd, I'd, I'd say, I'd on, say, let's uh, have your side. Let's have your team then, Anthony.
0: <laughs> well, I I'd, I I'd, I'd, I'd go with Renshaw and uh, Namonby and Abel, mm-hmm. and then I I think I'd go for either Banton or or, or Smead at uh, at four, Bartlett at five, Davis at six, Gregory, Overton, Davy. Siddle and or Leach and Siddle so I, I'd play five bowlers mm-hmm. five top line top line bowlers and and six batsmen including uh, and you know Gregory and and, and Overton are very capable and Davy is Josh Davy as well you know they're very capable batsmen so you're batting down to number nine uh, as it is and I and I think you know bowlers win matches and if Davy is is fit and available, then I'd have him. And if he's not, then I'd
2: have Jack Brooks in there. Yep, yeah. a good shout, Dan. Yeah, I think for the Oval, I think it'd be quite risky to go in with just the three uh, out-and-out seam bowlers. Particularly, yeah. I think Abel's bowling hasn't been quite so good recently. No. I don't know. No, I just it's been... feel like that's been the case this start of this season, end of last Ooh. season, um, particularly. Um, yeah, since he's sort of become the, the fifth bowler as opposed to the sixth bowler, maybe he's been slightly less effective. Um, but yeah, I think I agree with Anthony's team, really. Um, I definitely think Leach should bat higher. I think we could even use Leach as sort of a, the opposite of a pinch hitter, just <laughs> maybe throwing up the order occasionally just to try and stay there and bat with someone. You know, there might be situations where we, you know, where we want to delay Overton or Gregory a bit uh, coming in because obviously they're bit more attacking and have Leach sort of try and stay in with someone like Steve Davis or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he should definitely bat above Siddle for sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, um, Renshaw, sure I'm happy to open. Yeah, with Lamanby, Abel 3, Hildreth 4, 5, Banton, 6, Bartlett, or, or, either, way, or, or either way around is fine. Um, oh, hang on, that's too many of those, isn't it? Because then, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe just Banton and not Bartlett. Davis at 6, Gregory, Overton. Yeah, Davey if he's fit, Leech then Siddle. Yeah, happy with that.
1: We've got a, we've got a new always look on the bright side of life cat who's just popped in to say hello. Oh, this is Lady Jane Grey. Lady yeah. Jane Grey. <laughs> yeah, she's getting on a bit now. Oh, bless. Uh. <laughs> hello, Lady Jane. Yeah. Yes, it's... Um, I, I'd like
0: to see them give Will Smith a, a go, then. I really yeah. do. I, I think I think Hildreth... I, when, I, when I spoke to him after he got that 87 down at the Aegeus Bowl, I said, you know, you must be really pleased about getting yourself back into form. And he said, well, I don't know if I am really back into form. <laughs> I don't know quite, you know, it's just as if he, he, he hasn't really got much of a handle on how he's playing at the moment, It's it seemed to me. And he's another one. You know, all of these... I mean... I pin my hopes on Lachlan Stevens, on all, on his shoulders, all my hope, you know, because as he rightly said, uh, you know, I said, what are you going to do about it? He said, it all depends on the the individual, and it does, they've all got individual issues, and I hope, I hope he's going to sit down with them or go into the nets with them and, and identify what the issues are and sort them out, because I remain convinced that that you know our, our our batters are fundamentally talented and capable of doing the business if they get the right coaching and they're pointed in the in the right direction which i don't think they've had over the last few years you know it goes back to um matt and when i when i said to him uh, back in uh, worcester in 20 2015 yeah, who's isn't it about time you've got a batting coach? He said, I am the batting coach. Well, <laughs> it, didn't, it, it obviously hasn't shown. And, and Jim Troughton la- last year, he, he spent all of his time with, with, with the second 11. And, you know, that group of, of, of batters has really suffered from not being properly coached, I think. I mean, they will, you know, Jason Kerr will no doubt tell me something different. And some of them may tell me something different, but I... You know that's that's where the focus has got to be on turning as i've said umpteen times turning potential into
1: results because yeah. the potential is there but the results aren't i mean marcus was at the ground um on well he was certainly at the ground for one of the days and yeah, as as a batting guru if you like even if he's not officially the batting coach <laughs> you know, I'm sure any of those players would be able to just quickly send a message to Trez and say, Trez, can you just have a little look at how I batted on the live stream? You know, everything's on YouTube. Just have a look, can you tell me what you think? And he would yeah. do it. I mean the he guy would. the guy bleeds Somerset, you know. I mean with well, these obviously with his I'm English sure. stuff, he can't. I'm do not, it not sure how good a coach he is. You know, there's a different
0: world difference between being a, a you know, world class well, yeah. batsman. And a world class coach.
1: Well, he's in. Well, I mean, if he's, if the he's doing the coaches, job, If he's doing the job for England, then he can't be too bad. And even you know, even from the from the mental side of things, just you know, how well, how, how did you go about approaching and opening the batting markers? What was your mindset? What did you you know? What did you do before you know? What did you do in the got twenty minutes run. before? He hardly got a run until <laughs>
0: um, what's his name took took him in hand back in two thousand. but anyway. But they, they, you know, uh, Latton Stevens isn't exactly a household name for his batting. No, nope. but he's, 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 you know, supposedly a very, very good coach. Andy Flower, you know, that pretty run of the mill batsman for um, Zimbabwe, but. <laughs> I do think
1: as run-of-the-mill. He was number one in the world for a period of time. Well, I, I know he was, but he wasn't, you know. He was... <laughs> You've got impossibly high standards, Kivo. Oh, Andy Flower <laughs> was all right. Yeah, number one in the world. Yeah, so what? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, the saving grace is that all these guys have, have done it before. They've all had success... I mean, Tom Lammondby's innings against Worcester in the Bob Willis, that must win game up at New Road in 2020, mm-hmm. it was a phenomenal innings. It was one of the best we've ever seen. Um, ben Green, Ocasio's guts it out. He, has he got a 50 yet? I'm not sure, but no. I don't think we are kind of pinning it on Ben Green. Tom Abel, James Hildreth, obviously. Tom Banton, one of the most exciting talents in the country. Ditto Will Smead, George Bartlett has done it. Um, and Steve Davis obviously has has been around the, the circuit for a number of years and and enjoyed a great deal of success. Uh, Lewis Gregory and Craig Overton as well. So all these guys have done it. It's just about you know cracking that little seed of of what makes them tick and what you know what that approach is that will consistently work for them. And you've got it. So it in many ways it's it's a difficult job, but it's also Quite an easy job once you get those players into the right place. You get them pointing in the right direction. Well, them... you're making a very good, very good case for yourself to be
0: the new Somerset batting
1: coach. <laughs> uh, I didn't apply. I threw all my eggs in the basket of being ECB managing director, which has gone to Rob. What Key. would you do about Lewis Gregory then?
0: I mean, he's such a talented bat batsman, batter, whatever you want to call it. And the, and and then he gets himself, you know, he goes along playing beautifully, you know, straight bat through the covers. On, he had he an on drive on whenever it was friday that was just at you know it's like Barbara's arms on on drive and then he gets one just short of a length on leg stump goes goes for a pull shot top edge caught at long leg you know when when you know runs were like gold dust for, for somerset and he's done it so many times i suppose how'd you, how'd you deal so if
1: you're that? if you if you think the runs are like gold dust and you get One that you think, I can can smack this in the river or whichever whichever way round it was, you just go for it. I mean, there's a fine line. There's such a fine line between hitting a glorious cover drive for four and then playing the exact same shot to a slightly different ball and nicking off. It's such a fine line between somebody saying, brilliant shot and, oh, what have you done that for? But Dan, I suppose it all boils down to your mantra of Well, my ma- your mantra play, play, me better, cricket. Mantra. <laughs> just play uh, better cricket just play better
2: cricket yes in fact there's no magic solution is there there's and they can all have different solutions and it's going to be all about small incremental improvements probably to their techniques that sort of thing and yeah and it's probably a mindset thing to some extent because we know they've all every one of these guys has scored runs in the past in first class cricket with maybe the Exception of Ben Green you know the other guys have they've all done it before so they've just got to find a way to get back to that
0: well Lewis Goldsworthy mm. hadn't really he's been picked on
1: potential he's oh, no. got 40, really 40 oh, yeah, he did it in the yeah, Royal London one day cup he
2: yeah, got 40 he on against Middlesex
1: yeah. didn't he is that his highest score to date Is yeah. he got 50 yet
2: so, yeah. no no 50 he had 40 at the oval last year 40 on debut against Middlesex he's got to channel those innings you know Ben Green He's got a channel. His, you know, he's had a few starts. You know, he's got to find a way to convert those starts. You know, somehow by by crook.
1: Mm. I suppose, in some way, the bigger the problem is, sometimes the bigger the problem, the more obvious it is, the more easy it is to solve. I suppose, like you say, Anthony, is it just a case of taking <laughs> not just not taking it off stump guard, just sh- shifting over? A no, stump I think I, two?
0: I, I, it, I, I think what Lachlan Stevens said is absolutely right that. They've each, you know, they're each individuals that, you know, they've got they've got their, their issues, you know, they've got their strengths and they've got their weaknesses. And as a coach, he needs to accentuate their strengths and address address their weaknesses and do it on an individual basis. For some of them, an off-sum card, you know, it might work perfectly well. But, you know, with, with the results that we've got at the moment, you can't just sit down there and say, oh it's you know let's just let them carry on expressing themselves which is what jason kerr seems seems to be saying you know um they've got to take responsibility was what he said and what i said to him was don't you think you ought to take some responsibility Mm -hmm. as as head coach for what's happened over the you know over the last period and and take some of these some of these guys in hand and sort out whatever their Mm -hmm. issues are because they've all got issues and
1: they're all different, but they're all—they're also all very talented. Is it—is it a bit too cosy in that dressing room? Do you think there would need to be some teacups thrown around and a and a bit of a bollocking yeah. given around? Well, I don't—I don't, I don't
0: know, but that—I sense that. Yeah, I—I th- I think somebody—you know—somebody you know, somebody needs to um, get, get hand dryer know, a hand on Yeah, yeah, it's not good enough. What's happened at the moment with with the batting? And, yep. you know, and in a, in a way, the fact that we lost by one wicket on, and we didn't, you know, we didn't redeem the failures of the, or the bowlers didn't redeem the failures of the, the batters may actually be a good thing. Because that would have papered a... Papered it would the, have been a massive paper. A, over a the real, yeah. real problem. Um, because we got a fantastic bowling attack. I mean, Craig Overton is a force of nature. I mean, it, it, I was just... He was just one of the way he kept charging it, and Peter Siddle as well, who didn't have didn't have much luck. But bowled brilliant ball after ball after ball, with pace and movement, you know, and determination. It was, it was a it was a really and Lewis Gregory, he, you know, was very very unlucky uh, as well. He's you know he's not quite so relentless as, as the other two, but he does a bit more with mm-hmm. the ball, you know. We're, we're, and when you got Josh Davey coming back to swinging it, you know, we got a fantastic attack. But've it's no good trying to pretend that what's happening with the batting at the moment is acceptable. It's not acceptable. And they've, they've either got to get a grip on it and, and get more out of the players they've got, or they've got to put some of the players they've got aside mm-hmm. and give some of the others, like uh, Will Smead and, and James Roo, a chance
1: to show what they can do, because at the moment, it's not working. How long's Jamie got left on his contract? Because I was just it just popped into my head, just just randomly there, like you know, you know when you say you've got an incredible player, you say oh, I wish we could clone him, I wish we could get another one of him, and you kind of have just up the road at the Oval. What? Well, how long's yeah. his contract? Is it three years?
2: Who's that? Sorry, Jamie. Jamie Everton. Oh yeah, he's got uh, yeah. So this year and next year, and then oh, he's out okay. of contract. Oh, would you have him back? Oh in a, in a heartbeat. In absolutely. A heartbeat
0: should never have been allowed to go no well no he shouldn't you know if they'd given him the new ball he wouldn't mm. have gone and i'll tell you another thing why didn't they give craig overton the new ball in the first innings against essex that I was mean? strange that was weird yeah i mean you know
1: pitch just... was, it was still first day pitch was still doing a bit so it's yeah, yeah. But,
0: you know you've got your england england test bowlers you know absolutely itching to go after, you know, not having played cricket for about three or four months and, and you, you give the new ball to Lewis Gregory. Who was know. a bit out of Nick as well, so that was...
1: Yeah, yeah, he was just
0: sort of coming back. I mean, just... Ugh. That
1: was very strange. But some good, strange. good news, um, Somerset women managed to win, <laughs> win a couple of games today. Uh, they beat Gloucester in a double header at the... Uh, um, were they friendlies? No, that was the uh, first couple of games of the Vitality County T Twenty. They took on Gloucester at Thornbury and they won both games. Um, Dan, did you keep an eye on that one?
2: I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sophie Luff in the second game um, with fifty batting through the chase um, to secure the win. Uh, Lorraine Shapansky again. She took three wickets in the second game, one wicket in the first game. She did really well last year and she's carried on where she left off, which is good. Um, yeah, two solid wins. I mean, oh, oh, another one. One other thing to mention is uh, Daisy Jeans as well. She played a bit last year, I think. Um, but yes, yeah, hit thirty off sixteen balls in the first game to sort of push Somerset up to one hundred and thirty-two, which was a you know a very defendable score. Um, but yeah, that you know that was a you know a, a really good innings. You know, uh, in you know fin- finishes in women's cricket are. Not that common, you know, players down the order who can hit innings like 30 or 16. Um, so yeah, good, good little cameo from her.
1: Cool. Excellent stuff. And also, um, Annie Shropsoul has uh, retired from international cricket this week. No. Somerset's Annie Shropsoul MBE. Um, that probably wasn't a surprise given how emotional she looked at the end of the, the World Cup final. But uh, congratulations to Annie on a fantastic career for, for England. Uh, I don't think anybody will forget the 6-for-46 the in the in the World <laughs> Cup final back in 2017. Um, should we quickly have a chat about Rob Key's appointment as, in- as MD of England cricket?
0: <laughs> what are your well, thoughts uh, I- on that? i th- i thought it was a really good move he's not nu- he's a really nice i've met him a few times and, and he's i got you know, drunk with him in cardiff after power cricket he's a great guy yeah. this is 20 years he's, ago. He is a, he's a really nice guy but there was a piece about him michael atherton was writing about him in the times today and he said he's a great fan of the hundred
1: yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> oh no well Welsh Welsh <laughs> fire had a stand at chesto he- today i did get so i got some free <laughs> stuff off him for the kids mm-hmm. and, so my heart sank, I'm afraid. Well, I suppose you kind of... Um, there's. I don't suppose you would have got past the pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-interview stage if at the ECB if you'd um, given anything less than 100% uh, laudable praise for the 100. But I, I was just think, thinking about this today. If if Mike Atherton or Nasser Hussain or about three or four other people in in, you know high up established respected people people like Alex Stewart that applied for that job they would have surely got it ahead of Rob Key wouldn't they so is what Mm. is making people like Atherton and Hussain stay being journalists and commentators instead of nothing against journalists and commentators Anthony um (laughs) stick at Sky instead of you know throwing their hat into the ring and you know because really well, it's much easier lines, to, it's much exactly. easier to
0: sit on the sidelines and criticize <laughs> yeah. than it is to you know to be to be there and make the decisions and, and stand up and, and, and be counted so yeah you know good for him yeah. And he's, he's a nice guy i think he'll do i think he'll do a good job And um, and frankly what he thinks about the hundred is really neither here nor there in terms of his his uh, position nah. as right. um and and uh, you know let's let's hope we go back to having a, a proper selection panel, and let's hope that he appoints Joss Butler as the new captain. Is <laughs> what he ought to be, and he's got another hundred today in the in the IPL for Register Royals. Yeah, he's in. And he's in pretty decent. He should Nick be over captain. There. He's the obvious captain. He's as good. As, and he should be back at a,
1: Somerset as well.
0: Well, he should. But you know, keeper batsman, there's nothing to choose between it, uh, him and Ben folks. Uh, but joss has got the x factor which is mm-hmm. cricket brain respect from his uh from his team from his teammates he's a natural captain and if if i was anything to do with it i'd appoint him do you think coach. that was galvanizing as being captain I d-
1: I don't he doesn't need galvanizing he's he's desperate to succeed well just with his baton he's never cracked test baton has he
0: i know but he tries and tries and tries well and tries i could go, go out there
1: and try, and try and try and try <laughs> out.
0: No, but <laughs> Folks, you know Folks had his go in the West Indies, mm-hmm. and he dropped a couple of catches, didn't score any runs. You know, it's very hard to say that that Ben Ben Folks is a better wicket keeper batsman than Joss Joss Butler. Yeah,
1: they both gonna got. Dis- their I, strengths. I'm going to disagree. I think, I, I, I think we, didn't, <laughs> we didn't see the best of Folks, and I, I do think much as much as I love Joss, I think he's had a long enough run um in the england test team he's just not he's just not quite he's got too many shots that's the trouble he'd be a fantastic captain he'd 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 have the respect of his
0: team he's got he's got a cricket brain which i don't you know with with all you know i think ben stokes who probably will get will get has got quite enough on his plate as it is uh, as an all-rounder and, and he, he doesn't strike me as natural captaincy material any more than Andrew Flintoff or Ian Botham.
1: This isn't a hypothetical what? now because Joe Root resigned since our last podcast, didn't he? He yeah. resigned last week, so yeah. we we've got to choose a new England captain as well as a Somerset team to take on Surrey at the Oval on Thursday. I I it's difficult. I think I don't think you can look I think Ben you're right Ben Stokes will probably get it. Mm. Um I think he did he did a great job with that um that third eleven. The COVID squad that uh, beat Pakistan three nil. All the comments coming out of that, he was a you know he was a really good captain, really inspirational leader. Really put arms around the players when he needed it. Um, I think he's he's got to be odds-on favourite t- to get it. Um, it's his unless he doesn't want it. Do you agree with that, Dan? Are you, are you having Ben Stokes or are you going for?
2: Um, I don't really have a strong opinion. Well, one idea I had was that Broad and Anderson should do it, and then I know <laughs> it has to be both of them. <laughs> because they don't always Both play so Broad can be the captain <laughs> Broad can be the captain say but then when Broad doesn't play Anderson can do it just make sure one of them is always playing but this obviously is a short term thing um, but so you know because there's no real obvious picks that are currently in the team because uh, as we said Ben Stokes he's you know he's kind of the natural successor but you know as we've discussed because he, he's an all-rounder and with the history of Flint and how we- how their captaincy stints went you know maybe we shouldn't give it to Stokes so Yes, yeah, it is a really difficult one. There really isn't a, a cast-iron, you know, nailed-on perfect player
1: to be captain. There is now. Um, Rob Keyes, Managing Director of England Cricket, so step forward Zach Crawley. Oh, <laughs> or <goodness>. Sam Billings. <laughs> or Sam Billings, yeah. Or even Darren Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway... Um, a bit of sad news today has come out on the uh, Somerset Twitter. Under-11s player uh, Jaden Crookshank was recently diagnosed with um, ALCL, which is a type of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. So yeah. um, gonna, there's a GoFundMe um, to support uh, Jaden and um, other associated causes were there, so we're going to retweet that. But, um, yeah, get well, Sue, Jaden. And uh, all the best from everyone at Somerset and uh, always look on the bright side of life. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so all the best to Jaden. Yeah. Um, anything else before we knock it on the effort tonight Uh, Um, we need we need a win we need a win desperately need a win
0: I have to say that if we come away
1: from the oval with a draw I should be more than happy (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. Um, hopefully Hopefully it's a batting paradise Um, we win the toss bat first batters get into some sort of nick Um, I'm tempting fate but does anybody know when the last time we lost seven championship games on the
2: bounce was uh, it was uh, actually the same so the, the last time we lost six in a row was 1960 that yeah. was actually a run of seven so okay. that was yeah that's the last well, time we can't, well we can't go
1: back any other than 1960 then fair do's that sounds good to me oh right Right.
0: Still at least you had a couple of winners at Chepstow.
1: Yeah, I had a couple of winners at Chepstow. It's always good fun going the races. Yeah. See the Overton twins there a couple of times. Uh yeah. seen Jason Kerr, Greg Kenneth at Taunton, and uh um the newest member of the Awards look on the bright side of the list, Alistair Cook had a bet with us at Cheltenham and he was a lovely bloke. But I <laughs> no no there's uh, uh there's evil behind that uh No no no, no facade. Just, just, oh, just not, not, is he evil? Can we call him evil? No, that's a bit harsh. His Alistair, Alistair Cook is not evil. Not, not very sporting. Had a lapse in judgment. Well, if it had
0: been James Hildreth, he wouldn't have claimed the catch. And I I've think seen, ja- I've seen Hildy, you know, uh, back in whenever it was twenty twenty sixteen twenty seventeen at Worcester when Somerset were desperate to get the last wicket, mm. and um, and he he took a catch a backward point and everybody thought it was out. The batsman was halfway back to the pavilion, and Hildy said no. It it bounced before I took it. And I thought, you know, that was my golden moment of Somerset season that, that year,
1: because it you know, that is sportsmanship. Yeah. That's what cricket should be all about. Definitely. Well played, Hildy. And I don't think any to be fair, I don't think any of our lads would claim one like no, that. We're gonna be no. we're gonna be proven wrong on Thursday with a massive controversy now. <laughs> <laughs> to get Jamie Overton out, no doubt. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Craig Craig oh, wants to, to, to
0: get Jamie Craig... Craig versus
1: Jamie. <laughs> yeah, Craig Claver want to <laughs> get, get Jamie out, or the advice first so That'd be good. <laughs> oh right, okay. The Giants. Couple of days to Overton versus Overton. Finally, the main event. Uh, best of luck to Somerset. Best of luck to Tom Abel and the boys. And we'll catch you uh, Monday next week. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. 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 Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.